week's episode is brought to you by Support the Mountain's Herbal Parasite Cleanse. This formula targets the small and large intestinal tracts and larvae, the most broad-spectrum formula available today. 100% organic, formulated by Dr. Mikio Sanki, author of the Esoteric Acupuncture Series. For 10% off your first bottle, visit shopyogahub.com and use the coupon code CLEANSE at checkout. Hello and welcome to YHTV's Flowing Into Awareness with visionary and master intuitive Anatara. I'm Christina Suzumai, your host of this program. This is episode 48. Precious innocence is your innate nature. And here to tell us about it is our beautiful Anatara. Hello, Christina. Hello, Anatara. Innocence. Oh my. <laughs> Let me dig really deep here. <laughs> uh, How long ago did you feel innocent? <laughs> oh, a long, long time ago. <laughs> I, I, I suppose what I'm after here is, is for all of us to, to, to see how this precious innocence that I'm going to describe is not something that disappears with life experience. And it's not something that disappears because we've been challenged by a lot of things or because we've had to, you know, hide it or, or remove it from, uh, from the surface of our beings. But that the innocence that we come into this life with is really our innate nature. It is really the, 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 the beginning of who we are and always can be if we find out how to let it thrive. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, I wrote a few things about the, this subject. And I'm just going to read them to, to introduce the way I'm looking at innocence. Are you familiar with innocence? Pure, beautiful innocence. The part of you that has been untouched by pain and fear? Your precious innocence. The vulnerable places within that feel challenged or threatened when unkind words or thoughts are directed at you. Discover your precious innocence. Rediscover your precious innocence. The part that wants harmony and peace around it so that it can bring through the best of who you are and the be- therefore the best of all of humanity. Yeah. Oh, when I think about when I think about that innocence, when I think about how tender and vulnerable and and very precious it really is, I I feel like I myself want to surround myself with a with a bubble of a bubble of light, a bubble of warmth, a, a bubble of comfort. I when I think of my own innocence, this innocence that I'm talking about, I I think about the times as an adult still that when someone is unkind to me or or jumps in with something that doesn't feel feel acceptable to to this precious part of me that i still put up barriers that i still want to put a shell or a wall around this innocence so that it feels safe so that it feels that the world is a good and a safe and a, and a lovely place to be in as as tiny infants, and we've talked about being infants before, our innocence is right on the surface. This essence of being is so wide open and so unknowing of the of the difficulties and challenges and shutdowns that start to occur for us, even as as little innocent babies, that that it's it's bubbling at the surface. 
it's it's wide open wondering wondering what's up wondering what's happening around us and looking for a reflection of itself so it is this pure nut this pure seed of of all possibility that is looking for the recognition that whatever it is and whatever happens to it it will always be safe that the inquisitive open wanting to see wanting to know being love and wanting to love parts of us they want to know that there is a place for for them for us for our innocence to fit into the puzzle of life some of us are very very blessed uh, in that we we come into a family into a life where that innocence is is held as as um, precious, where it's held as sacred, where everything we're exposed to or everything given to us is given to us through the, the filter of you are special. Your innocence is so important to, to me. Your innocence is here so that I can let it be and feel safe so that it can explore and find out what it is itself. So as I talk about this innocence, I'm feeling this, this beautiful space within my heart. I'm feeling a, a, a loveliness, a delight in, in being born and being alive. I'm feeling that there really isn't anything that can challenge that within me. And if there's nothing that can challenge that part of me, then there's nothing that I have to shut down about. There's nothing that I have to turn off within myself. My innocence gets the chance to read what's around me, to see what it can learn from, to get those reflections of what it really is. If our existence is all about seeing what's out there and seeing how that reflects um, a description um, or, or a, um, an an idea of how we fit into place, where that puzzle piece goes, where it fits, how everything around us responds to us and how we respond to everything else. That innocence is never turned off. That vulnerability doesn't have to feel vulnerable. It's a, it's a potential for vulnerability. Innocence only feels vulnerable when it's threatened. It only feels threatened when Whatever life is going on around us, whatever instruction, whatever learning, whatever direction is being given to us, misses the point of what the innocence is all about. If we as adults live that innocence and see that even if it feels like things are threatening it, that that's probably not something we have to take on or accept, then we can be that beauty, that heartfelt um, innocence and beautiful naivete that is ready to learn all the time. So, so when you watch children and you watch how they learn and you watch how they respond to the inferences that we give them, the replies that we give them about their environment, about their actions, about their thoughts, you notice that different children respond to things differently. Some of that will be their innate personalities, their innate type of innocence coming through the way the life treats them and the way life is. But a, and a lot of it is going to be 
what they've been told, shown, and what they've seen reflected around them. So how precious it is for us to be our innocence so that the young people around us, even even our peers and family, see that they too are safe, that their potentially vulnerable innocence doesn't really have anything to protect itself against or protect itself from. How's your innocence feeling about this, Christina? Mm. (laughs) Actually, I I love what you're saying about that, Anatar, because it is so true. No Mm -hmm. matter what, as they say, um, uh, the child within, and that's what it makes me think of, the child within. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we get so caught up in life that we forget. Uh, I believe that, you know, when, when we are around children, they bring that back out in us. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, whether it be children and sometimes even the elderly who have sort of reverted back a little bit to that, to that innocence of, of their childhood, really, like, like that their little prankster mischievousness, you know, and it's, it's so sweet to see it come back around. But, but I noticed that with children, it really, it helps me to connect mm-hmm. with it. It helps to remind me, <clears throat> ah. There's that playfulness. There is that joy, that simple, mm. pure joy. Of, Which, yeah. Uh, you know, that, that we, we don't stop to smell the roses, you know? <laughs> Where they well, do, right? Even in a piece of dirt, they'll pick it up and go, hey, how cool is this? <laughs> it's, it's, it's so true. It, it's funny. When I was speaking before, I was thinking about the elderly. I've spent so many years um, working with the elderly and 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 fostering and supporting their innocence, the innocence that returns when their minds start to forget all of the tendencies and protocols that they took on to survive their lives. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so there is that innocence, the innocence that's in an animal, the innocence that's in a child, um, the innocence that's in the elderly that we, in some of those middle years, seem to put aside because it seems like it's going to be more important to play a specific kind of role, which would challenge that innocence if we allowed ourselves to feel it. Mm-hmm. So we stop allowing ourselves to feel the innocence. We think, oh, that's childish or childlike. Uh, that's not going to help me succeed. Uh, that's not going to get me anywhere in this life. And and what if getting somewhere is really going to happen mm-hmm. when we can become and stay innocent, when we don't fear the feelings of vulnerability that come up through innocence? Now, the only reason that vulnerability is challenged is is because the world becomes a very hard place. Hard facts, hard, fast rules, um, protocols, and and ideas that that tend we tend to take on to describe who we are and how we may or may not behave, what we may or may not need or want or take on. But oh, we are missing so much by by avoiding that innocence, that innate nature of who we are. So so my uh, my challenge to everyone <laughs> is to find find one little moment of innocence in every day. Notice where you are feeling vulnerable because in in a vulnerable opening, there is likely a big comment to you about your innocence. Mm. And in in that comment, in that place, 
is an indication of where if you followed through, you would find who you are. You would find, as we were talking about before, what your life's purpose is. You would be so far um, more connected to your truth and your reality that you're here on earth to express and and um, enlighten. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you, you would find that part of you that you are entitled to be innocent, un, unsullied, untouched, un, uncorrupted, just, just innocence. Mm-hmm. Oh. I like it. Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> then we can really party. <laughs> and it'll all be about dirt and joy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, wonderful, Anatara. Thank you so much for this moment of really reflecting who we really are inside and accepting it, really. Exactly. (laughs) Thank you. And thank you to each and every one of you for joining us in this new platform of education and information. We're grateful for your continuous support, and we look forward to hearing your feedback on how we can serve you better. You can connect with Anatara by following her on Twitter, at Anatara. And of course, through her own website, anatara.ca, anatara.ca. Please feel free to um, ask any questions or make a comment simply by scrolling down on your screen and typing into the comment box. We'll make sure that Anatara receives it and sends you a reply. Or if you're listening to this through a podcast, you are more than welcome to call us directly on our line, which is 818-LET'S-TALK. 818-LET'S-TALK. We look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, namaste. In the natural and homeopathic model of, of healing, There is such a respect for the human body and for that doctor inside us that we assume that whatever symptoms we have aren't the result of breakdown of the body, but they're the effort of our body to try and defend itself and to try and heal. Now, that doesn't mean that that symptom, that fever, that headache, that high blood pressure will necessarily heal us but that it is an effort of our body-mind to try and defend itself and to try and heal. 